Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday, June 17th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Spread your wings. Give them a follow on Twitter at Yingling Beer. A uh, lot to get to in this episode. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to get to a conversation that I was able to have yesterday with Flyers center Kevin Hayes as he is plotting his return to Philadelphia to join teammates uh, for Phase 2 optional skates at the Skate Zone in Voorhees, New Jersey, and in preparation, of course, for training camp. And Phase 3 set to begin coming up on July 10th, now just three and a half weeks away. It'll be three weeks from this Friday when formal training camp will begin. Also going to hear some clips uh, from Sean Couturier uh, after skating at the Skate Zone on Tuesday afternoon. Sean Couturier has been there uh, doing some informal workouts the last six or seven days. He's gotten on the ice quite a bit, uh, so that's good to hear. We'll hear from Sean Couturier in just a couple of moments. And also uh, rookie Joel Faraby, uh, Zach Hill, Flyers PR director, handling some interviewing duties with the limited access the media has right now during phase two protocol for the NHL, uh, kind of ha- holding down these interviews, asking some of the questions uh, so we can hear from some of these players. So we appreciate Zach and everybody at the Flyers for making that happen as always. But let's get right to the business. Let's get right to my conversation with Kevin Hayes, such a big part of this team, and he's going to play a big role for this team, obviously in the playoffs from a hockey standpoint. Uh, but with teams going to hub cities, Kevin Hayes and one of the roles and one of the big things he's provided is a lot of levity to that locker room, keeping guys loose with that big personality and that everything that he brings to the table on and off the ice. I talked to him about that and much more. So here's that conversation with Flyers center Kevin Hayes. Joining us right now on Flyers Daily, we talked to him uh, earlier in the NHL pause and he joins us now, Kevin Hayes. Kevin, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, just getting ready to, to head back to Philly soon. Um, getting ready to play some hockey. What's it feel like now that you guys have a date when, when they announce phase three is going to be July 10th, mandatory training camp in preparation for it to return. It's going to be a bit of a relief to, to finally have a date and know what you're working towards, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, July 10th is a date. They us. I'm excited to see, to see everyone in the organization, uh, kind of get my daily routine back. Um, I know it's going to be a quick turnaround to the games. Uh, hopefully everything goes to schedule and, um, but, I've been lucky enough to to have been working out and skating for, for quite some time right now, but um, it'll be nice to, to kind of get back at the skate zone and see familiar faces every day. Yeah, and get to work with your teammates again. Kevin, when you when you got back on the ice after being off and kind of it ending so abruptly f- for the pause, what, what was that first like to get back on the ice? What did it feel like for you? Yeah, uh, I mean, at the beginning, it was, uh, it was pretty brutal. Honestly. It's, it's tough to take weeks off and then just hop back on the ice. Um, but I've been going for probably five or six weeks now, and and um, I feel pretty much back to normal. Uh, hardest thing will probably be getting back into into game shape. Is the routine kind of a similar routine and ramp up that you use uh, late summer into uh, early fall and training camp that way? Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, same skill skills coach. Um, get some drills a little bit harder, and then I'm sure I'm sure once camp starts, it'll be. It'll be a lot, a lot more um, game-like situation instead of when training camp. You're kind of learning the learning the coaching system, and you're meeting new guys. Where we're here, everyone knows each other, everyone's on the team, and, and we know the system that we have in place. So I think more, it's just going to be more of getting right into game-like situations. When you guys ramp up intensity, and like you said, you'll be, you'll be doing drills that simulate game as best you can. Um, only games really do that, but 
Uh, for you, when you get back into shape and things start getting back in order in your game, do you feel kind of your hands get in concert with your head and with your legs and everything? Is it pretty noticeable at this point in your career? Yeah, you you take time off. It it, it doesn't go away. It just it just doesn't come back as quickly. But but um, I feel I feel like I'm totally back to back to normal. Uh, we got a good group up here, and and um, we we run some some pretty good skates. And I think uh, right when camp starts, the the hardest the only thing I'll be working on is just getting back into into game shape and doing the correct drills. Yeah, push yourself. And you guys have adjusted to that system as a group very well this season, playing your best hockey heading into that pause. Uh, when your teammates and you guys all found out kind of uh, what the timeline is going to be and what the what the scenario looks like with the, the, you know, the 24 teams to play in, you guys will be a part of that round robin. Uh, in your group text with your teammates, what's been kind of the sentiment? Everybody ready to go? Yeah, I think everyone's ready to go. Uh, I think some guys are headed back this week. Uh, they've there have been some guys there all all break. Um, I think no later than July, July 4th. I mean, yeah, we have the round robin at the beginning, so it's kind of nice that, I mean, the games are very important, obviously, but it's kind of nice that it has no real, no real outcome of life or death, kind of, where you're in or you're out. Even if we, if we win the games, great. If we lose the games, hopefully we're just kind of getting better every game. Um, it's nice that we kind of have the, those three games to kind of work on our work on our team chemistry and get ready for the important games. But for you guys, you guys are in a, in a win-win position. You, you can't drop any fourth lower than fourth, which is where you are. You could only move up. So, I mean, when you look at the format that they put in place and, you know, reseeding and all of those things, you, you happy with the format? Was it something that you were for? I know you're not going to please everybody, but um, is it something that you uh, were in favor of? Yeah, I think it's – I think it's the fairest way, honestly. It gets the most teams in, it gets the most viewers. Um, I think uh, the only the only downfall of it is it doesn't really give an advantage to teams that played well this season. Uh, I feel like the top four teams are we're playing against each other, but they those games won't won't really be able to match the the playing games, and then all of a sudden you're playing against a a team that just played in a series of that was life or death, and and um, I mean hopefully that those three games are are hard enough where where you are ready. Um, but like I said, it's, it, you can't please everyone. It's, uh, it's, the most fair, it's the fairest way possible. Yeah, and you're right. You're not gonna, when so many people are involved and so many teams involved, and we saw the vote and only two teams voted against it. But um, when you look at the way you guys have played in two ways, first against your conference, of all the teams in the conference playoffs and the, and the 12 teams in the Eastern, you guys have the best conference record and you have the best divisional record. Um, knowing that you've had success in your conference and in your division, you guys got to feel great, right? Going into this, and just got to recapture kind of what you were doing before. And and if you can do those things, you know that you guys are going to get a real fair shake and a good shot at it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I truly don't think that who we're playing, it, it doesn't matter if we beat the team 10 times or if we lost them 10 times. Uh, all that matters is, is those guys in the locker room playing their best game and where we were before, before this break happened. Um, if we get to that, uh, we're we're a tough team to handle. Uh, we we have a good system in place, and we got some good players that that really buy into our system. And we got a, two good goalies. So honestly, you you you've seen in the past, you've seen an eight seed win the cup. It it doesn't matter. Once once playoffs hit, it doesn't matter if you beat the team ten times or if you haven't beat them yet that, that year. It's just it only matters if your team is playing to their best ability. 
You know, one of the things that you brought to the team, we've talked, you and I have talked about this in the past and the, and the way that you've not only assimilated to Philadelphia, but the way you've assimilated in that locker room. You've got a good group of guys. You guys have a good time. You're a big part of that, cutting the tension, making it fun. And you guys are going to be in Hub City, whether that's in Toronto or wherever it ends up being. And you guys are going to be around each other, basically living with each other uh, for this period of time. And hopefully it's a long period of time. Um, that role that you provide is very important to keep everybody having fun, loose, and cut that tension because there's going to be some, it's, it's going to be different. That's something that, you know, you're really welcome to bring to the table, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be kind of a, a college feel where, where you, you travel on the road and you're all in hotels next to each other. And you don't leave each other's side basically the whole trip. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a good group. It, it really is. Um, everyone's really tight. Um, we all kind of have the same interests and, and, um, people kind of kind of shit on each other and it's it's uh it's a very open group and we have a lot of fun i don't think that's gonna be a problem uh i think that the, the leadership the biggest the biggest thing that we're gonna have to do is make sure our leadership is leading the leading the correct way and making sure everyone's buying in early so we can get back to where we were as quickly as possible let me take you back to earlier in your career in your rookie year in the 2014-15 season you guys went on a long run 19 playoff games that year um and you had guys on that team to help you get assimilated to what playoff hockey is. You, you can play that role now. Uh, what would you tell the young guys on your team, the guys like Joel Farabee, uh, Travis Konechny, been involved in the playoffs but never went on a long run, what, what it takes to get that done? What would your advice be to those guys? Yeah, I mean, it's – everyone always says, like, you got to get – you can't get too high off your winner. You can't get too low off off of your loss. Uh, and that's that's huge in, in playoffs. Um, whether you beat a team – Four nothing in playoffs, and you're feeling good about yourself. Or, or if you lose in triple overtime, and you feel like crap after, uh, it, it doesn't matter until you win four games. Um, if you have a bad game, then you're lucky because you have two days to one day, and then the next night you're you're figuring it out and you're back out there. Um, it's that's why hockey's awesome. It's, you play against the same team seven times in a row, um, and you have a chance to prove why you belong in the lineup every single night. Yeah, and then eventually handshakes, and hopefully you're on the winning end of it. Um, your coach, uh, Elaine Vigneault, yeah, exactly. started your career uh, in the New York with Elaine Vigneault. Uh, you guys are here together as well. We, we've heard you and, and a lot of players talk about his feel on the bench. Does his demeanor change come playoff time on the bench? Is it more intense? Um, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's more intense. Uh, just ratchet it up, right? It's, it's uh, Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a step up. I mean – it's you can play the hardest regular season game and that doesn't even come close to to matching a playoff game. It's it's a, it's a whole new world out there. It's a it's a new animal. Um, and that's why you have leaders. That's uh, AV's been there. Uh, all three of our coaches have been there. Um, a lot of the players have been there. Matt Nissen has won a cup. Uh, some of the guys in the locker room have gone on deep runs, and it's it's their duty to to show people who haven't experienced it uh, how to handle things, uh, the ups and the downs, and and to make sure everyone's uh, kind of pulling the same rope. Should we expect a fair amount with you guys, as you said, kind of you're going to be like almost pseudo quarantined together in whatever hub city that is. Should we expect a lot of social media exposure from Kevin Hayes over that period of time? I know, I know that the Flyers, uh, <laughs> I don't know. they love getting you out there, man, because <laughs> you're like the host. Yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what hub city we're in and we'll see, uh, see what we're allowed to do once we're there. Yeah. There's not going to be, you know, not going to be normal circumstances, obviously no travel yeah, as well. No how does the no travel uh, social thing media might get me in trouble? 
social media might get me in some trouble. <laughs> yeah, you don't expose too much. Uh, no, but yeah. no, you got, it'll, it'll galvanize the group, bring you guys even closer together. But um, how's the no travel thing kind of affect this? I mean, some of the travel, you know, when you were with the Rangers and obviously with the Flyers is pretty light. It's, it's even, you know, bus rides or, or train. But yeah. uh, without having to jump on an airplane several times in a seven-game series, that means you guys can, can go a little more. Yeah, I think I think everyone's gonna get a favor from it. Um, you don't have to rush out of the rink. Uh, you can get all the rehab you need. You know, your practice is right there. If you if you lose the second game on the road, you know you're getting home super late the next night in your hometown, and that same night in your hometown, and that's not the case there. So I think the no travel will probably, will probably help a lot of teams. Um, last thing for you, Kevin. I appreciate you joining us. Um, John Shannon uh, ran a poll about piping and fake crowd noise for these games. Obviously, they'll be without fans. Uh, I'm against it. I just, I, I'd rather hear what's going on on the ice. And uh, I think you treat fans like they're smart. They know there's not fans there. You don't need to superimpose fans, CGI into the yeah. seats. We all understand the situation and what it is. Does, will it affect you guys if there's not crowd noise? Maybe at first it's, it's an adjustment, uh, but that's it. I'm not sure. I'm pretty intrigued to see how it's going to how it's going to play out. Um, I, I honestly don't know how, how it's going to play out. It, it, it'll be different for sure at the beginning. Uh, when you go out for warm-ups and there's not a single person in the crowd, uh, you got to kind of get up for it. But it, it's the playoffs. If, if there's a time to do it where you know your team's still going to get up for it, it's, it's definitely the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, ask me after the season. I'll give you a good answer. Yeah, you can, get, you can draw on your experience. Does that mean everybody will be wearing their yeah. helmet during warm-up without having to you know, get the flow going? Probably, honestly. I, I guess it'll be a lot of viewers that watch it, so maybe not. Yeah, maybe everybody's going to go without the helmet, and uh, that way they yeah, can get the, get, get exactly. the flow going. <laughs> yeah. well, but everybody's looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to coming back. I know the group's looking forward to getting together and uh, seeing what you guys can do here. Um, it's going to feel good, I know that, to, to get back with your teammates. We appreciate you doing this, yeah. and uh, best of luck once everything yeah, starts. Cool. The impact Kevin Hayes has had on this team, uh, not only on the ice, four shorthanded goals and – but off the ice has been a big reason for the success and really why the group that uh, with a lot of veterans in it is going to be a group that's going to be well-tailored to handle these very uh, unprecedented uh, situation like this, dealing with this pandemic and being off for three plus months, almost four months really by the time they get into training camp and they can get back to games. Uh, part of that leadership group in that locker room and a big voice in that locker room and certainly a big presence uh, for this Flyers team on the power play, on the penalty kill, five on five, really helps this team and has helped this team slot itself uh, the correct way by filling that number two center role position. He's done fabulously this year as a member of the Flyers and, and been a, a good advocate for Elaine Vigneault, having coached, uh, been coached by him prior as well. Uh, Sean Couturier uh, has been skating at the skate zone. I think he's got six or seven skates in already. Flyers PR director Zach Hill had a chance to catch up with Sean Couturier and ask him how the experience has been in phase two of the protocol. Uh, okay, Sean Couturier, how long have you been skating at the skate zone? Uh, well, since last week, uh, since phase two opened, uh, I've been there every day and, uh, I've probably been skating, uh, probably my sixth or seventh time now, I guess, in, in two weeks. All right. How does it feel to be back on the ice in these small groups in Voorhees? Uh, well, first it's, it's, it's nice to be out there and, and get some, some ice, uh, you know, get, uh, get back familiar with the, the practice facility. Obviously it's, uh, 
it's not easy being in, into uh, split into groups of five, six out there. So uh, the drills are, are a little tougher, and it's 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 tough to go for uh, for uh, for long practices. But uh, it is what it is. We're we're adapting ourselves and uh, you know getting ready for uh, to resume the play here. All right. Do you think it will be difficult to get back that momentum that the Flyers had before this pause? Well, I think obviously we're. I think everyone's kind of everyone that made the the, the, the sort of playoffs or, or play in uh, is starting on the the same you know same ground. Um, you know, I don't think there's there's much momentum going into because it's been a while we haven't played. But I think it's going to be uh, important to just uh, you know get a good training camp in, uh, work hard, try to get better, and try to get at our peak. Uh, as, uh, as quick as possible, uh, and just just get going from where where we were. Um, you know, we were played some some of the best hockey in in our season, and uh, it's going to be important to kind of find that same uh, same level of play uh, early. Can you compare this restart, the start of a new season? Do you find it more difficult than the other? Or are they similar? Uh, I think it, it's it's different for sure. Um, it's you know there's there's so many unknowns there wasn't any really set dates to when we were coming back uh usually you know around what date training camp starts and you're getting ready for an 82 game season uh whereas now you didn't really know if we were going to resume the season uh jump into playoffs or just cancel and get ready for next season so uh there was a lot of unknowns a lot of uh adaptation uh within the the training and and staying in shape and getting ready for uh to resume but uh you know it is what it is everyone's uh everyone's uh you know in the same situation so it's uh just important to take responsibility and be ready all right what do you think of the round robin touring and the playoff format in general well, for us, uh, the round robin uh, is is a great uh, great thing. Uh, especially, you know, we're I think we're seated fourth, so we can only move up um, in the standings and in in our seating. So uh, for us, it's uh, it's a nice uh, nice situation to to be playing for. Um, I can understand some other teams kind of disappointed and have to you know win some games to kind of keep their their number one seed or number two seed, um, but I mean, in in the situation we are, in the in the the conditions we are, the all the uh, no unknown in, in life. I think it it is what it is, and it's it's what's uh, what was best, I guess, for uh, for this kind of situation. And last question, Sean, you are a bona fide contender for the Selkie. What does it mean for you to even be considered for this award, and what would it mean to win it? Well. Just to be considered is obviously already a, a great honor. Um, you know, I think it's a it's it's a trophy that kind of you know the the award that uh, you know it's players that are you know solid in in all areas of the game, and it's it's something I try to take pride into my game. Uh, be solid, you know, offensively, but also defensively, and take pride in that side of the game and. Uh, it definitely would uh, would mean a lot if, uh, if if I'd win. But you know, just to just to be mentioned, uh, you know, with other guys uh, for that word, it's uh, it's already uh, pretty flattering. When you're coming back from an unprecedented situation like this pandemic, there's there's guys you you, you worry a little bit. You go, well, how's he going to respond? How are we going to get back that player player X, if you will, back to the level of play he was at before uh, before the pause, the NHL pause. Sean Couturier, not one of those guys. Uh, total pro, 
handles his business. And with the NHL award uh, uh, voting having been completed and uh, all ballots turned in on Monday, it's probably very likely that the Philadelphia Flyers will have the Selkie award winner uh, suiting up for them when the NHL resumes and the playoffs uh, come around for this Philadelphia Flyers team. Tremendous year out of Sean Couturier, and he continues to be an enormously important piece for the Philadelphia Flyers. This podcast brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Hey, Philly fans, grab a cold Yingling and elevate your taste because this isn't just a beer, it's a lager. It's time to spread your wings, Yingling Traditional Lager. Give them a follow on Twitter, at Yingling Beer. Another one of those guys getting back on the ice at Voorhees in Phase 2 for these optional skates is rookie Joel Farabee. He could play a big part, and sometimes when a rookie player has a pause in a season like this, a little chance to kind of collect your thoughts, get yourself back together mentally, could be just what the doctor ordered for a young player, especially one that's got great hockey IQ like Joel Farabee. Here he is after his skate Tuesday at the Voorhees Skate Zone with Flyers PR Director Zach Hill. Compare trying to restart the season now to restarting after having a summer off. Does it seem similar or is it more difficult? Um, I think it's maybe just a little more difficult just because you have less time to prepare. You know, usually you have the, the whole summer to prepare and, uh, you know, usually you have a, have a plan, you know, kind of right now, I think we're just kind of, you know, going with the flow and trying to get back into shape. Uh, you know, obviously we have a, have a few guys at the skate zone, you know, working out every day now. So it's good to see that. And I know that, you know, when uh, the season does resume, you know, we'll be ready. What's the most challenging part about trying to regain the momentum the team had built? Yeah, I mean, you, you play, you know, however many games we played, and, you, you know, you get that chemistry, you get that flow, and then, you know, the season goes on pause. So I think the biggest thing is, you know, just trying to get that get that chemistry back and, you know, get the, get the flow going again. But, um, you know, I'm pretty confident in all our guys that, that we can do that pretty well. Your impressions of the round-robin tourney? Yeah, I, I, I personally, I think it's, it's a good idea. Obviously, you know, it's tough, um, you know, with everything going on to, to make everyone happy. But I think it's it's a good format for, you know, for what it is. And, you know, I'm excited to go through it. It's obviously something we've never done before, but uh, I think it'll be a pretty cool experience. And last question, how important is it to advance from a fourth seed to a higher seed? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That would be huge. Uh, you know, if you can, you know, acquire that first seed, that, that that's obviously your goal. But, um, you know, I think we've put ourselves in a, in a pretty good spot already. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, if we with a few good, you know, skates and, you know, get those games under our belt, I think we'll be we'll be rolling once, uh, you know, it actually starts. Um, how weird would it be playing in, with no fans? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it will definitely be a, an, uh, an experience, um, you know, very abnormal. And um, I, but I think it'll be kind of cool. I mean, obviously, you got to create your own energy and you got to get up for games. And I think, you know, obviously, the the best team that that's able to do that is, you know, the one that's going to come out on top. So I, I think it'll be a cool experience. Obviously, you know, we want fans there, and you know, we want to be playing in front of fans. But obviously, we want everyone to you know be healthy and, and be safe. So if that's what we got to do, then then we'll go with that. Great to hear from players that are getting back on the ice, getting their legs back under them. Yeah, listen to Kevin Hayes talk about, it. look, you don't just get back on the ice and have everything work perfectly back in concert with your hands, with your feet, your movements, your puck handling, all the skills required to be a player that can succeed at the NHL level. It takes time. It takes work. It takes a, a level of ramping up your intensity, and that's what these players are doing right now, preparing themselves for Phase 3, which will be that mandatory training camp, all in preparation 
of that round robin tournament and the Stanley Cup playoffs where the Flyers right now are the four seed but can move up uh, with a good performance in that round robin tournament. Really a no-lose situation for the Philadelphia Flyers. So thanks to Kevin Hayes for joining us on this episode. Good to hear from Sean Couturier and Joel Farabee. Special thanks to Flyers PR Director Zach Hill for helping us out with uh, some sound and uh, asking some players some uh, poignant questions uh, so we can find out what's going on, how they're feeling, and what exactly uh, the process is for them as we go through Phase 2 protocol and count down the days to Phase 3 coming up on July 10th. And that is your Wednesday, June 17th edition of Flyers Daily, brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Spread your wings. Give them a follow on Twitter, at Yingling Beer. We'll talk to you on next episode coming up on Friday. In the meantime, everybody stay healthy, and thanks for listening to Flyers Daily. If I